This is where we tell our stories our way, located in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa. And boy, do we have a great show for you today. We got a lineup going on over here, a lot of stuff going on. We got the LeBron James uh, crew in here filming video and stuff. And uh, we got from all the hometown heat. What's going on, bro? Yeah, what's going on, Bobby? How you doing, man? Yeah, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Ah, uh, fine. Damali, what's happening hey, with you? Hey, hey, I'm hey. In the hey. building. <laughs> Mr. Charles Harper. Yes, sir. I'm feeling good today. What's going on, Bobby? Right, right, right. And my Monday co-host, Sherry Lasky. What's hey, up? Hey, Bobby, I made it. I'm great. Here. So we're yeah. going to have a great show today for all you people listening to KBOB 89.9. And uh, there's a number you can dial, 646. 646- Seven one six five five two five, and don't forget to press that one button. That's what's going on, y'all. Yeah. Hey, how y'all feeling today? Good. 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 Anything? Yeah. Anything interesting going on the around weather. town? The weather. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It kind of like oh, it surprises, didn't it? Yeah. They blew in yesterday. I wasn't quite ready. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't but ready. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. 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 out there. Yeah, yeah. 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 it rained. Okay. Yeah. I was worried about our intent outside. I'm looking at looking okay, all that wind blowing and stuff. Oh, it was going on. Yeah. I, had, I had a headache and stuff. I laid down. Oh, man. Oh, Let me go on and get like that. Is yeah, that I, got, what? I got three tank tops, two jackets. Time to pull out that winter right. gear, right? right. That's right. Huh? Yeah. Your favorite season. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You, you're boot lady, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you, are you sharing? Well, not necessarily boots with the fur, but just, you know, boots with the feet. <laughs> I'm, I'm boots on the ground. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Well, we got a great show today, The Burning and the Future of Black Wall Street. We're going to be talking about that. And uh, along with the film crew in here, they got it going on. So yeah. we're going to be ourselves like we normally be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Mood like that mood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like mood swing going on. Right. Right. right, everything going good. Right, right. That's what it feels like, huh? Where's the ball? The yeah. Right, 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 right. So we have a lot of shows over here at Eden Media Services, and right. Charles and Damali, tell them a little bit about your show. So we are World One Development News. You can use. Yes. 
and we are here every Wednesday. Today is Monday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Today is Monday. Yeah, yeah. I'm already fast forwarding through the week. Exactly. <laughs> so we just talk about um, news and, and things that are happening in our community because we believe that there's a lot of great things happening in mm-hmm. North, North Tulsa. And a lot of times we don't get credit for that. All That's right. Here because the media is so one-sided. So anytime something happens in North Tulsa, then it's, oh, it's a shooting. Oh, it was a stabbing. Oh, it was a robbery. And it's like, you know, that happens all over the city, mm-hmm. not right. just in North Tulsa. So we focus on the good stuff that's happening in North Tulsa, right. like a grocery store being built, like exactly. our Edgerex yeah. Eats mm-hmm. cooking competition. Mm-hmm. Our right. virtual cooking competition. And that virtual right. cooking competition yes. had millions of people who looked, who looked at that, didn't they? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. there's a lot of, you know, just great yeah. things that are happening okay. in North Tulsa that we just yeah. need to share. Okay, you know? you're right. Great. What news you can use. People say stuff you shake your head like I can't use. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Right. That's, That's so true. true. That's so true. Tell us a little bit about the Juice Radio Show and and your new show that's coming. Yes. So the Juice Radio Show, um, one of the foundational shows that was here with Eat Media Services. Uh, it's a show with all high school students. They talk about subjects that interest them, and they do radio their way. And we love the Juice Radio Show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. Great, yeah. great. Tell them about yeah. your show. And uh, You got a new show, man. Yeah, I just yeah. started last week. Man, I'm so excited. So the Intelsa you- show every Thursday, uh, from it's from 4 to 5 p.m., and uh, it's a lifestyle show. You know, we just talk about Tulsa lifestyle, things that's going on. It's mm. a supplement, news you can use. Okay. <laughs> and it's, so if you get the political and all the, the side, the business side, then I give the lifestyle side, the side that's just kind of fun in Tulsa. What is yeah, it to do here? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Sherry, you're here with us every Monday. That's my yep. co-host. Yeah, yeah. every Monday. Monday but, you know, I always have a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> yeah. So we got a lot of community work and yeah. putting people to putting people in contact with other people. We have a bike ride. Well, not necessarily a bike ride, but um, a bike training class coming up on the 24th of October. Nice. That's later okay. next nice. month. Nice. And if you know anybody with bikes need repairs, that kind of kids that what? need bikes, we're trying to get that information out to them. We're partnering with Tulsa Hub, dealing okay. with Block Builders and Black Wall Street and myself. We're getting ready to start an urban ag. Well, I won't call it ag, but urban Urban um, growing class yeah. here in Tulsa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Food. That yeah. sounds real good. Yeah. Sounds like we got some things on. going on, yeah. right? A few, right. few things going on as we try to build a community for a better community, you know. Yeah, right. And so uh, we want to continue doing that, you know, right. doing that. So we got a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, you guys got Edric, uh the. 36 event center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, all, just tell us a little bit about the centers and all the businesses and things that you guys have went on in the community so our community will know. We'll say a little bit about Edgerec, and then okay. I pass the ball to you for the event center. All right. But Edgerec is a, a youth and family fund center, and I believe that mm-hmm. it's unlike no other. Mm-hmm. We basically was able yeah. to take a school that had been closed down in the city. Yeah. Old Wiley Post. Old Wiley Post School. Mm-hmm. Most people are like, hey, that's my elementary yeah. school. Yeah. But mm-hmm. instead of being a store in our community, knock out the windows, put graffiti all over, we decided to turn it into a youth and family fund center because it's around 10,000 rooftops around that facility. Yeah. So a lot of the kids, of course, you know, money is tight. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we able to offer after school programs, spring break camps, summer camps. And, and, and you know what? I want to commend you guys because you yeah. got yeah. a yeah. nice yeah. place. It's, it's not just a whole world of you know, yeah. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. you guys have renovated and it's nice. It's a comfortable place to be at. Love it. You've had programs up in there and mm-hmm. where kids could get free haircuts yep. and right. all kinds of stuff going on over there mm-hmm. at Edgerick. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so the location. 
yeah. location is 5424 North Madison Avenue. So that's, that's right on the corner of uh, 56th Street North. North right. 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 So what neighborhood is that again? Because you know each neighbor, each um, subdivision back over there has a neighbor.
what I would be doing in Tulsa if I didn't have this right here. Because, you know, Tulsa is the kind of place you got to be involved in things. You right. got to be, gotta you be got plugged to, in. You got to be plugged in and be creating uh, something for yourself right. to be right. involved in. Right. Yeah. Yep. We we got to transition, make sure we trans- transition this video over here so they can see us on KBOB899.com. So we uh, definitely want to um, uh, make sure you go to our website at KBOB899.com and see us. All live, we are there, and you can oh, see yeah. us I live. Didn't, I didn't even transition, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, y'all. I'm just kind of talking and transitioning. Bobby's looking no, at me uh, like, dude, why are you doing that? I'm not even working on cameras or nothing. I'm just, oh, my God. Thank you, Ramon. I apologize JB, for that. You know, JB let you know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Bobby yeah. ain't transitioning. Uh, All right. That's why you got to have some. I had a senior moment. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come right we're gonna come right back. You on KVOB eighty nine point nine and we're gonna make that we're gonna make another transition right now. We're gonna take that break. All right, we'll be right back.
Why, yeah, it's so rough, so tough. Right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It, uh, you're on the Bob Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And welcome back. Uh, dollar number 646-716-5525. And we're going to talk a little bit about Black Wall Street, you know. You know what? Could you imagine back in 1919 or 1920? Before the massacre took place, what it was like mm-hmm. around in the community. Yeah. I could see all of those black people around there dressed up in their guys in their suit and ties and their hats on. And the women had their hair all done and yeah. their beautiful dresses yeah. walking up and down yeah. those streets. You know what I mean? Economic development, movie yeah. theaters, restaurants. Banks. Yeah. Hospitals. Convenience everything store, you, everything you wanted right in your in community. Right. You didn't have right. to leave for anything. Right. Yeah, you didn't have to go anywhere. Could you imagine what it would have been like if that had never took place? Oh, right God, I just see a hot mess. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Oh, you think so? You think oh, it'd be a hot mess? I'm thinking I'm, I would be a hot mess because yeah. I'd be spoiled. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 living a certain yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have to go to Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just stay right, right here and talk. Yeah. Right, because yeah. everybody be coming to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was like great. Everybody would look like the ATL, something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. 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 something like that. The ATL is the new Black Wall Street. Right, right. Yeah. that's New yeah. Day. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. So, wow. You know, I was uh, thinking of uh, Black Wall Street. We've been talking about it all day long. You know, mm-hmm. and um, the devastation. And what do you guys? feel that uh, it has happened to us blacks here in Tulsa. I'm, I'm thinking that we've been so devastated by the massacre for so many years right. that, you know, we're just kind of like in a daze sometimes. I think the I world think is that, traumatized. 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 Well, right. I want to yeah. say that traumatized. Yeah. traumatized. You know, a community that's traumatized and with economic development being at a low point Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have a lot what we used to have. Mm-hmm. It even makes it a little worse. But then you got gentrification coming yeah, in, yep. yeah. right. you know, right. and the, the McDonald's and the Quick Trips and all yeah. the big well, boys. All of your fast foods and box stores, that's the right. situation, exactly. moving to um, yeah. neighborhoods that are yeah. under. Yeah. And uh, I also under- understand the fact that we have a lot of uh, dollar stores yeah. here yeah. in the community, yeah. which no good food. Right. Yeah. Well, it's almost food. like um, it's almost like but the city feels like we are unworthy. This side of town is unworthy to have right. what we had before. They destroyed Black Wall Street twice. Um, you right. know, the first time by bombs, the second time uh, by urban, urban renewal. Right. So yeah. Urban like, removal. Well, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Urban, urban removal. removal. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like we're not worthy to have something that is just ours. Yeah. that we can be proud of. And so it's almost like we just gave up. We just like, okay, forget it. Yeah. We're just going to conform. Mm-hmm. You know, we're moving to a Wasso and Jinx yep. and BC mm-hmm. and all these other places. And the reason I think a lot of that took place is the fact that uh, uh, no economic development. Absolutely. So people left the community yeah. to go where there's a cleaners yeah. Yeah. and yeah. there's, you well, know, some different things. Are, right, yeah, right. absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. And I guess my thought, people perish from a lack of knowledge. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes you, you don't miss something that you never put your eyes on uh, or you never had. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. It's like if you got disconnected from something before you even got a chance to experience it. So you hear yeah. stories about it, yeah. so it's more like a myth. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, But really? even in, like you're saying, it's, it's like a myth. Mm-hmm. It's a myth. But when you live through it and you've seen it, like Bobby, Bobby has seen it, and I 
I've seen it in my lifetime early on in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. And then toward the late 70s, that's when we started seeing that decline mm-hmm. sure. in investment. Right. So we did have people. We had, a, we had a bank. We still had our bank here yeah, in the right. 70s. Yeah, yeah. We had, had accountants. Yeah. We, had, we had small Grocery stores, everything. And then, and even growing up in my 30s, just a kid uh, that grew up on Apache and Lewis, you know, just seeing the places, Banfields, that was there, you yeah, know, and just as a, just a regular kid just walking up the street, you appreciate, you come to appreciate those things. Looking hindsight 2020, it's like, man, we had a, a meat market. Right. We had like all types of things. You didn't that have to here. go anywhere. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, it was all here. So it's just like, well, what, it, it makes you think, like, what happened? Like, what did we do wrong as a community for it to all be gone? Yeah, and, for, and for that happening, that's happening all across America. Right. And, uh, you know, our black communities, because they got some devastation Mm -hmm. taking place in some of these black communities. And not just Tulsa. Every every community where Mm -hmm. there's a group of black people, every city you go to, you'll find some uh, similar to what we're dealing with now. And people are disinvesting in those spaces and they wait for those property values and all those businesses to leave and just wait and wait to get down. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we get a quick trip on the corner. You yeah, get the right. fast food. Mm-hmm. But the other part that's happening when we're noticing people, our organizations buying up property yeah. in those areas yeah. that were very valuable mm-hmm. and drive those prices up. So we will soon get those other amenities that we've been waiting for, but, but they're not necessarily yes. for us. Yes. Right. So that's when you get the Karens in your neighborhood talking about, well, we don't want any Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Yeah, you know what? So, and I find that that's happening. My mother owns the same. She lives in the same house that she's lived in ever since I was five years old. Right. Which is over behind the police station um, in North Over there. The North, okay, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've been getting notices from, you know, because I'm on the property with her. I'll saying, buy your hey, property. Hey, we'll buy your property. <laughs> like, uh, did we ask you to buy our property? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I've been getting it over here, too. Yes. Just yes. the other day. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it's like, no, we, we don't want you yeah. to buy it. And we'll we'll buy it from you in a quick sale. No, right. yeah. we don't want to. And they're sale. aggressive. Right. They're so aggressive. Know, right? It's just but like, yeah. 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 I had a guy stop by here the other day. Yeah. He came in a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looking at the you guys interested in the men? Get out of here. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just bye. Know. They think we don't know what we have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and we don't know what's about to happen. Right. They feel yeah. like right. we're desperate for finance. Right. Yeah. You know, right. So yeah. That's what they're hoping yeah, hope for. Yeah. That we're desperate for that. Pennies yeah. on the dollar. Huh? Right. Yeah. That's not I can tell you, we run a lot of not-for-profits as well. Mm-hmm. And we getting all these notices. You guys owe 16000 20000 But we got the Bali on our team. She's sending stuff back. We have to go to the city of Tulsa. So we be trying to get notice out. Watch your land. Watch the wow. people, people hold their um, they, mail for months. Mm-hmm. You can't do that right now. That's not yeah, a good you move. Can't. It's not a good you move at all. Mail and read it and see what's going on. And, and wow. if you don't know, you need to get some help because we could have lost all of our land, even though mm-hmm. we're doing everything the right way. Even though you're set up as a nonprofit, they were even coming out. And haven't way. been paying taxes on this property. So some of these properties we've had for over 20 years. Wow. Right. You know, wow. like our church. Mm-hmm. We had it over 20 years, never paid taxes on it at all. Oh, zero period, nada. And it's now they're coming and saying, oh, well, we realize that we should have been charging you taxes. Wow. Well, when were you going to tell us this? Yeah. Not yeah. when you oh, send wow. me a notice right. and I owe $13,000. Right. Not it's, no. It's, it's after all the new stuff is coming in. So what the story is, is well, we're doing this everywhere. Well, that's the bigger problem. Right. Yeah. Doing it everywhere because yeah. people just may not know. Right. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's been us doing all, it's some 
extreme follow-up. Mm-hmm. Right. And to finally get it set because we send all the information in, and then 30 days later, you get another letter. Wow. You send everything in again, 30 days, you get another, another letter. letter. Wow. So you got to get stuff, stamp it, notarize Be persistent. it. Take a picture yeah, by you it. Do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. You have to have yeah. that. Yeah. Are you so, doing this by mail? Oh, no, we didn't make some trips oh, that well we, before COVID. We made uh, several trips down. We went, wow. we went downtown to sit down face-to-face. Okay, face because those treasures, I mean, they are open. Michael Willis, that office, they're open mm-hmm. and talking to people. So always do name drop A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, because what you're, you're absolutely right in what you're saying. They take property through taxes. I just right. left a county, Haskell County, and I'm looking at those records just the way you're looking. They take people's property because of back taxes, and the sure. back taxes mm-hmm. make oh, yeah, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose $100, okay, you and you lose lost two, yeah. 20 acres over $100, right, you know, right, and true. then you have a little small window Gotta time pay your property to try to taxes. get it back, and it depends on who's buying your property, yeah, too. That's so. true. And at least with that, that's legal, and it makes sense. Yeah. Right. You know, but this stuff that we're talking about is outside of that. Right. It's just something they just made up. Yeah. Yeah. This is really made up. New rules being made as they go. Do you have to come back and talk about that on the Yeah. 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 But you know, my thought is when you go back close to 100 years, you know, people lost their land. That's exactly how it is. Once they lost their land, trying to recover. 100 years ago? Yeah. Now, a century later. Yeah, yeah, century later, yeah. land and life. They're not mm-hmm. making new land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Loop, the nope. land that you have, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Mm-hmm. It's going to so, be. That's it. And, well. and I heard that, that Oklahoma is the, the the state with the most land, like because of the uh, uh, native, native land right. and other things uh, like right. that. Right. We don't think about west of, you know, west Oklahoma. Like you think we got land. more land than Texas? Texas I, got some I mean, land. available Probably, land. Oh, land. Land. Available okay. land. Available like, just, land. Just all of the yeah. wooded area that you have in west oh, yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's way more that you yeah. can build upon. That's true. You got to think true. about this. Oklahoma City is the largest city land-wise in the whole yes, entire United that's States. True. That's land-wise. true. Land-wise. Land-wise. Yeah. So right. they let you know. Yeah. 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 Think about LA and New York. Land-wise. That's true. Yeah. And these are different things that we have to be mindful of, like like the Molly's talking about the taxes and how those mm-hmm. taxes have changed. And you're talking about land wise, and we're mm-hmm. talking about the Native Americans and those tribes and their land yes. that's back into their, you know. Yes. And as far as Black people and freedmen are concerned, those allotments and those and absolutely heirs yes. property. So if your great grandmother had the property and it's ten of y'all and one 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 is desperate. Mm-hmm. And he's need a little change, he'll yep. sell that yep. and you'll have to go into probate. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. that's how a lot of people lose their mm-hmm. land. That's yeah. right. Yep. So well, we've, we've, another thing we've lost a lot, you know, mm-hmm. down on Black Wall Street. And um it's uh, really kind of devastating that you really, really think about it. Every time I go down there, it's just a little small section yeah, right. that's left. Right. right. And the big corporate businesses, the OSUs and all, all of them have bought up the property. Yeah. And, Driller Stadium. And, you know, Driller Stadium come down there. And, and, it's, and none of my friends go to either no, one No, don't go to no right. games. Right. Or not. We, we don't do baseball. We really don't. I'm like, Dusty Green is taking up five acres down there. Mm-hmm. That's right, exactly. Greenwood property. I don't go to Dusty Green. Yeah, so right. I, so it's business yeah. down there. And uh But you're saying you don't go down you don't go to Dusty Green. A lot of us don't go to Driller Park, but a lot right. of people do because they don't know the history that's behind it right. and that's how it. that yeah. property was acquired. You know, some of that some of yeah. that property uh was acquired by the clan. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh Tay Brady and them and mm-hmm. all of that back in those days, they were 
yeah. Klansmen, yeah. and they were, were buying up buying up property and owning. Yeah, build, right, <laughs> right, right. Not buying, not necessarily buying, but taking, taking, or taking. Because during the, during the massacre, they came and looted and raided right. and took all them, them chandeliers money, and pianos yeah. and money. They took everything during right. that massacre. Right. You know, uh, there have been stories where some of the younger kids who were down there on the massacre uh, were up under the bed, hid up under the bed right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and were scared to move because, you know, that was what was going on. And uh, some families, like I said earlier, were in the streets running and just with their kids and just got gunned down. Yeah. Right. Pa, pa, pa. Can you imagine That's children, imagine. mother and her children running with her children and People just shooting them that's down, trauma, like man. that's trauma. That is yeah. trauma. And that's why people kept it kept it to themselves. Mm-hmm. That's when hear people. Yeah, about their and so we talked about that earlier yeah. because a lot of us didn't grow up with that story. Yeah, you know, well, we didn't right. know till we became that's right some, some older adults. Right, some, it's you like know, some people did. dirty little secret right. that nobody that's wants to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was Tulsa. They they were so probably so embarrassed. The, what happened? Some of them, right? Some right. of them weren't. Some right. of them loved that it did take place right. like that, you know, due to racism and right. stuff like that. But it was such a devastating situation, man. I'm. I sit back and I look about, think about that. And can you imagine being involved in that? Yeah. So man. think about that one so, image. Everybody's seen this image, and a lot of people want to say it's a doll. You have a little boy holding what looks like a doll. Right. That is a human being. Mm-hmm. Right. People want to lie. Sort of like, no, Rodney King didn't get his ass kicked in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that was a lie. That was him. that child had to be like a sibling yeah. for him to hold yeah. on to that to child yeah. that long. Yeah. So right. the trauma yeah. for that child to see can, your yeah, and you're carrying mm-hmm. this dead body around with mm-hmm. because you don't know any better. Yeah. I'm just looking for my mom or whoever yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. somebody, right. some, yeah, adult. Somebody, some adult. I'm looking for some adult. Yeah. So for something like that mm-hmm. to happen, it's and devastating. It was, and yeah. people took pictures of that devastation. Yeah. Right. So it's thing. We we don't even talk about the other lynchings and stuff that took along that happened along that same mm-hmm. time and in Oklahoma too. Mm-hmm. So it, we've we've had some trauma and horror and our history here right. and people were just you know told not to talk about it so when you don't talk about it you don't heal mm-hmm. you carry it with you you pass it from generation to generation you know i only heard you know outside of oklahoma we we're talking about Redbird. we're yeah. talking about Taft, yeah. Greenfield, right. yes. all those other communities oh, both that yeah. had family yeah. you know, those, they those, couldn't even come and see they folks yeah. they people yeah right. all those black townships yeah. right yeah those over 50 black townships right. in oklahoma exactly yeah, yeah. And what mm-hmm. i related to is when you kind of think about war think about how mm-hmm. people are when they leave and go to war because yeah. yeah. that yeah. basically was a war zone and yeah. right. imagine when PTSD. people try to come yeah. back yeah. and transition back into just being a regular and and then going to shop again somewhere mm-hmm. else, you know, right. it's just like, oh no, let's not go shop in that area. That's why a lot here. of people yeah. migrated mm-hmm. to LA. Y'all mm-hmm. be surprised the number of people from Tulsa. Oklahoma. No, I'm not. Tulsa, it's like, Oklahoma. look, my dad lives in LA, and really? all my siblings uh, were on my dad's side. Uh-huh. And yeah, when you go there, it's just like little Tulsa. Wow. Exactly. Hey, my wow. grandmother was, you know, from Tulsa. Wow. You know, I mean, exactly. it's just, really, they He's migrated. Up. They yeah. like forget or it. Texas. But, yeah. And a yeah. lot of them yeah. did just as well. And reestablished businesses and were very, you know, they took that entrepreneurial spirit sure. with them and they mm-hmm. still flourish in spite of, yeah. you know, what they did. But, you know, the history is there and 
because we didn't deal with it for mm-hmm. people of the ones that are left behind. You know? right. So it's a whole different experience. Yeah. So, right. Wow. And I can only imagine the fight. Like, what after that is all happening, how do you gather yourself and just be like, okay, well, now we go to this place and try to get some help? You know, it's just like now what? Yeah, now what? What do we do? What do we do? Like you said, you know, you you, um, perish from a lack of knowledge. That's what they say. To me, what Sherry is saying is that knowledge went to L.A. Yeah. That knowledge went to Atlanta. And it never came back. So that's why. You know, we still have. Okay, remember. Yeah. We still even today have a lot of people who graduate from high school yeah. and they just want to leave Tulsa. Right. right. Because they just there's nothing go. here. Yeah. They just leave and want to go mm. and never come back. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people have left here and never came back. Yeah. True. You got to think back then, the dollar yeah. circulated through the community about seven times. Uh, yeah, right, it is. Right. Now the dollar right. won't circulate right. Right. No, in the area. Right. And one reason why, because where you're going to send it. Right. Even if you want to. And if, even even if you do live right. in the neighborhood, right. you know, somebody in we have a lot of on your house. outgoing, nothing coming in. That's right. Because, right. I mean, we get on that freeway right there and go to Walmart mm-hmm. and we go to different places to get our goods yeah. and, and anything we know. And, you know, <laughs> they know this is systematically yeah. kind of designed to be that way. Yeah. But my thing is this. Black people need to start getting together so we can have economic development. That's right. Because right. I'm, I'm so sick of us having our hands out, just expecting somebody to give us something. Right. Some, some things that we could do for ourselves. That's right. right. We can open up a cleaners. Mm-hmm. We, we need stuff. There's some basic needs that we need in our community. Yeah. There's some, now, there's some black millionaires out here. Right. We got a few people. I know of about three or four of them right. that could get together and do some things. And we've got some uh, football players, basketball players, yeah. pro, and some entertainers, you know, out there that could come and contribute something back. You know, we're focused a lot on what's going on on Greenwood right yeah. now because mm-hmm. of Centennial's coming up, but nobody really goes deep north. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. back out deep north yeah. where, the, where, the, where the real, Turn where a lot it. of the real action is. Yeah. Right. Brand, 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 brand and butter was. You know, bread and that. butter. So, you know, nobody goes really deep north. But you know, the you know. funny thing is, Bobby, that back during those times, and, and you know, um, in the 70s and stuff, that was all white. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. one of my old bosses, she actually graduated from McLean. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. McLean right. Is, yeah. You right. know, so when you she right about that, that, I was like, what? If you go to the, the Queen of McLean, and they have like all the pictures right. of the queens, you know, in the oh, hallway, and you see it, it begins off with white women and then it changes. Transition. You know, yeah. transition. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You see that, huh? Yeah, you see that. And here's the one McDonald Douglas was the major employer. and they Brought a lot of people to work in McDonald Douglas Airport, and a lot of those people lived in those homes. They Mm -hmm. built those subdivisions for those workers, and those are those cute little beginner homes that were able to build low, you know, moderately pricing homes. And then they built those homes. They moved out. When it, when people start coming in, they had the resources to do the white flight. Wow. Jinx, right? Wow. Okay, Jinx was yeah. number one. Man, Jinx broke an arrow. Lesson, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it, <laughs> you know, and again, some of them still own their homes. Matter of fact, 
a man that was 86 years old stopped by my neighborhood. I was just standing out there, and mm-hmm. he was standing. You know me. I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm going to speak to you. Yeah. So he yeah. came around, and he came, and he said, you know, I used to live on that house in the corner there. He's 86 years old now. Wow. Right, again, right. That neighborhood, all a lot of places of North Pulse, we were with historic Greenwood, we were confined in to one square area. Square area. Yeah. 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 They were wow. confined, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then right. Through, through, throughout time, people start leaving and could afford to buy these homes yeah. by yeah. boroughs. Because right. boroughs was, that's boroughs right. was the same way. Same way. Yeah. Same it's exactly beautiful right. homes in that Oh, area. it's a gorgeous home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, it yeah. is. So, yeah, yeah really that's, is. that's basically what happened. So from boroughs to Roosevelt, yeah. all of those there. Once we were able to to get the job, you know, mm-hmm. save the money. And our, our parents were very thrifty. Yeah. You know, Back in those days, in those yeah, they, days were. they were able to save and go buy a second home mm-hmm. and yeah. rent it out, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. And that's how they built up their wealth. Mm-hmm. So we, we are very capable. We're still capable of doing those things. But as history has shown us, you know, we get to the point, everybody wants, my son wants to leave too. Yeah. Because he wants he to get out of here. Yes, because he looks around like, well, what the, mama, you left too, but I came back and talked to grandma. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, it's rare that a lot of people come back, but I'm seeing a few people starting, starting to come back now. They're starting to come, finally come back. You know, but it's hard because you know when I when I left Houston after being there for 22 years and coming back to Tulsa was kind of a, it, it was like, oh man, I got to go back to T town. But I'm glad I did, you know, to open up this radio station. I had to talk to, like I said earlier when I was uh, doing an interview uh, with the Le- LeBron uh, crew for the documentary, uh, Salima and crew. When I was doing that, I realized that coming to Tulsa Tulsa is a place where you have to reinvent yourself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You have to have something that you're going to attach yourself to. Because if you don't, you'll be just drinking Mm -hmm. coffee and watching the prices right. Come on down. You know, and that's what you'll be doing. Every day you'll be hitting that remote control. Right. Right. Going yeah. on to the, to right. the game right. show. Right. Watching stuff. Jerry. Exactly. Right. My perspective, because I am a transplant here from Arkansas, is that in, in 20 years, you know, to some mm. people, like, it'll never come back. But I've been here for 20 years, and I've yeah. watched Owasso. You know it. Oh, oh, right. man. I it. All, of, all of the suburban boom, areas, Big Bigsby, yeah. Owasso, yeah. Broken Arrow, Still you know, growing. Sky Took, Still all of Steel growing. Yeah. Do you know that there are smaller communities in North Tulsa, District Number 1, that has more economic development than we do? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they got Wal- Walmart stores and little bitty communities. I'm like little, little small towns, pocket, pocket communities. communities. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. wow, shoulder communities yeah. because majority they, of them are right outside yeah. of the city. They have of more Prattville. They have more Prattville. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I discovered yeah. that the other day. Yeah, got yeah. to, got to, all of them. They vary. Yeah, I mean more economic. We they say we got an estimate of about thirty three thousand people here in black community. Yes. And and I look at that um, versus the numbers because I kind of look at the some of that stuff, and I'm saying, wow, man, how they get all this stuff? But you know, it got to be strategic, huh? It, it strategic. has to be strategic, yeah, and planning. It's all, it's right. Yeah, that's here's right. Here's a story. Here's the ball I always throw to us when we talk about economic development, rooftops, 
you don't have enough homeowners in your community. You That's go. why we can't afford to. Because we've, we've given up a lot of homes. Right. That makes well, sense. Well, no, but you still got to have a place to lay your head. But they go out the they're, they're outside. They're outside. Yeah. Okay, and they are in different communities. Okay, $65 million in North Tulsa, when you talk about money that right. people hold, they I mean even even if they hold it for thirty seconds, sixty five million dollars. Hmm. So you mean to tell me that sixty five million dollars can't trickle someplace else within the neighborhood? What happens our is people leave Tulsa and move out south into the apartment complexes, and they live they leave their homes. Sell grandmama's sell grandmama's right. house right. or don't pay the taxes on grandmama's right. house Absolutely. and lose right. the property. Right, right. You know, but so, for and the that's people that are still here, the mm-hmm. pe- I'm talking about the human beings that are still here within our community. It PDA did a study, and the study showed that we had at least sixty-five million. I believe that. I can okay, believe that too. Liquid that we we hit, we could possibly spend in our disposable income, right? Oh, but uh, yes, but we I take agree. it outside of I our agree. community. But there's I nothing agree. here. There's nothing spend here. Your money. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to your money on. Sixty-five million dollars. You yeah. can't figure out a way People, to buy McDonald's. Can but you imagine the dollar store money that's being made from uh, dollar right. stores? Yeah. Right. That's you why know, there's so many. So when yeah. we get on that freeway, like I said earlier, and we head out there, we're paying their tax dollars right. out exactly. there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you got to remember that McDonald's the top growth in McDonald's. Yeah. And quick Trip is yeah. the number right. two quick trip right. in the nation. Exactly. Right. So everything here's that you don't have a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got Quick Trip coming in here Wednesday. Oh, wow. really? Oh, you make sure you get a donut. Yeah, when? Yeah, I'm done. Hey. You know what? Uh, barbecue you know, sandwich is too. Yeah, right. right. No. I got them coming in here Wednesday. You know, tell them we're going to Right, right, right. Oh, you know me now. Come on. We don't need to be doing it, you know. Yeah, All right. But, but, you know, the plan, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Gentrification and systematic control mm-hmm. is what the system wants to do. They they want to make you feel like you can't have something, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but you can have so much. But I think that we've bought into that too. Exactly. Our mind has been yeah, 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 we're conditioned. Right. A lot of us in our community, just since we don't have nothing, feel like we we're not going to get anything. True. So we stay at home and play cards and dominoes and drink mm-hmm. and some, you know, this party in the mm-hmm. house, you know. Uh, watch Netflix uh, mm-hmm. or cable or something like that. And that's the only thing we do. Yeah. But I know where you are. I know. Yeah. Thank God. And draw a check. Yeah. Right. See, I, I, I yeah. come back home and I, I realize a lot of people drawing checks here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, Woo, everybody got a monthly check, whether it be yeah. disability or disability. social security yeah. or some type of assistance check. And everybody, you know, is but on those some... monthly checks aren't. I mean, they're barely getting by with the monthly checks. Yeah, I don't know sure. what but they're doing, the thing but is they get. You don't they see people it. doing anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't see, see the spirit of Greenwood mm-hmm. was everybody was working together. That's everybody had a hustle. Everybody had a business. So collectively, yes. they were doing something. So if you had a son and he needed a job, then you send him down there to Mr. Johnson over there to learn how to work on cars. Right. Or he you go send down him over to the grocery store. store. Yeah. And learn how to cut some meat. Right. Go so we create yeah. nothing in here. We create exactly. We created entrepreneurship. I do a few things in the community because I'm the number one ranked domino player in the world. I tell you, I think where the money is going is the casinos. Like if it's strategically placed within our community, right on the hill, where you take that downtown. Yeah, yeah, and they say it's downtown. Downtown casino. Yeah, yeah. You remember a couple 
years ago when they said we're going to bring economic development to North Tulsa. They want yeah. to build a juvenile facility. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. 2015, I was there and I was, was like, like, oh no, baby, that's, that's crazy. We don't want money. <laughs> that <way. laughs> Juvenile detention center. And that yeah. was supposed to start economic development. Yeah. And you, no. we were no. supposed to be dumb enough to Thumb buy that. down. Yeah. Yeah. No. They try to give you the things that you yeah. don't want. Right. The things that you yeah. know will be detrimental. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. Well, look here. We're going to take a little short pause for the calls. You on KBOB 89.9 FM. This is the Bobby Eaton Show. And hey, we got a great topic coming up. We're going to be right back. So stick around. And meanwhile, hey, before we leave, I want to give a shout out to my business partner, Dean Finley, North Star Security, you guys. You know what I mean? Yay. So we're going to be right back. So stick around. Dean Finley. Yeah.
Full page and half pages are available. Purchasing artwork are due on the 25th of each month. Visit us online right now at www.tulsabobn.com for more details. Or email us right now at tulsabobn at gmail.com for pricing. Azurek is a youth and family fun center located at 5424 North Madison Avenue in Tulsa, Oklahoma. At Azurek, we offer a host of activities for children and families of the Tulsa community at little to no cost. To find out about the many programs, activities, and services offered at Azurek, please visit our website, www.azurektulsa.com, or just give us a call at 918-430-3947. Fitting Back In is a reintegration program designed to help those released from prison to fit back into the community as productive, valuable members of society. They help schedule various classes such as anger management, substance abuse, and mental health. They also work with different programs in the community to provide job training. If you or someone you know needs help with resources in career development, employment, or housing, to find out more information, call 918-592-3500 or stop by. 2121 North Harvard Avenue, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Hello, Tulsa. This is Jeanetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janice. North Star Security and Private Investigation provides over 35 years of experience to ensure your security and investigation needs are met. Our officers are CLEAT and state certified. If you're seeking employment, stop by our website at www.northstarsecurityandpi.com. For details on quotes and employment opportunities, call today at 918-248-6592. That's 918-248-6592. North Star Security and Private Investigation. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. All right. Hey, we're back here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And, boy, we got a great show going on with a host of people. Tune in every, to the Bobby Eaton Show every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. And on Saturdays from 12 noon until 
All right. How y'all guys doing? We're back. Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. So we've been talking about Black Wall Street. And um, what can you guys, you guys went on the tour. Yeah. Right. So tell us a little bit about the tour of Black Wall Street because there's a, a tour you can go on right. and um, it's hosted by uh, Chief, Chief right. and Christy, Christy, right? Oh, Christy Williams. Yeah. yeah. So tell us just, about it. I'll just say it, it, it's life-changing. Right. Um, shout out to Chief and Christy with the tour that they do. Um, you almost feel like you back in those times the way they explain it. And, and a few of the things that just really stuck out in my mind amongst a lot of things was the fact that it was an 11-year-old young girl that was actually a millionaire, you know, yeah, and a Native, um, a Native American girl. And I was thinking to myself, wow, just um, 11 years old. Right. And I think also um, just walking around, the matter what you think, and just getting a chance for them to break down a little bit more of just the, the financial position that everybody was in right. and, and starting at the memorial where you saw all those claims, you know, just millions and millions of dollars, you know, over three, almost $3 million. Over $3 million. And they claims. had insurance claims and they had everybody accounts um, okay. that were up on there. You would see people have 65,000, dollars millionaires just all over that. So that was impactful. And then uh, the fact that we had the, the largest, uh, hotel in the nicest hotel in the nation. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. And then the nicest <laughs> and the largest theater right here in Tony. You know, Dreamland Theater and all of that. So just and, and another thing for me is then I didn't realize how large um, Black Wall Street was. Oh, God, right? yeah. I didn't know. You know, you be thinking because you see that you one little, little, block, little, little street area. Yeah. 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 It went all the way down. This way, and then yeah. three blocks the other way, and then when we rode around, it took us about 20 minutes. It right. lets you know how busy it was. Right. Get around yeah. those right. What you right. think, Damali? You both so, I think the thing that um, really struck me was that, you know, what the, the, the one of the things that Chief said was the fact that it had the infrastructure of a city. Mm-hmm. But it was a community, right? You wow. know what I mean. So we had carpenters, you know, we had yeah. plumbers and electricians and all of that that only service just North Tulsa mm-hmm. How, or Greenwood, you yeah. know, just that area, um, mm-hmm. and that um, a lot of the um, uh, white citizens would come to North Tulsa um, to Greenwood, oh, yeah, in order to of, utilize the services that we had to exactly. offer and the entertainment. Exactly, you know, because we had some big entertainers that Absolutely. come through. The, down there on Greenwood, you know, Ray Charles, Duke Ellington, right, Gab right. Calloway, you name them, they came. They came. Ike and Tina Turner. I, heard, I, heard that, um, I even heard that uh, James Brown came into town. I mean, was, wow. did he came and perform the Big Ten Ball? Like, just now, now he came like, to North Tulsa to the Big Ten Ballroom, Big Ten all ball Capitol room. back yeah. Yeah. yeah, He did yeah. come over there, Ike and Tina, Ray yeah. Charles, Everybody all of them, BB King, all of them came over there. Yeah. Wow. They used to come to Tulsa, right. you guys. Right. Yeah. You know, all those exactly. big iconic. Uh, artists would show up right here on a regular basis. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it was the spot. It was the to be spot in, to come. Right? You know, yeah. because you were treated well. You didn't have to go back there oh, or class. You had the hotels that you would stay in. Wow. So right. You had yeah. that type of. You had everything you, know, you needed. You didn't have to, to go in. Right. My grandmother actually lived on Greenwood after the rebirth. So th- it's so funny that this is such a, a, a dirty little secret. Um, in our city, I didn't even know that my grandmother was actually here in Tulsa when the she escaped from the massacre. She did, right? And then wow. went, your grandmother escaped. Yeah, and went to Hugo, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and, and lived there now. for a while, and then came back to Tulsa. Wow! And I was 
like, Mama, why come you ain't never told me? Your grandma ran. She ran away. That speaks speaks to the trauma that maybe some had held and and even not passing down. So if we didn't get that passed down to us to talk about what was, just imagine the things that we had missed, you know, the things that we needed, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. And I can remember Grandma living Mm -hmm. on Greenwood when I was born. I was born in 1968. And she lived across the street from the brickyard. That okay. used to be, and, and we would let, you know, my cousins and I would like sleep on the porch, uh-huh. you know, and yeah. some of the sounds we would hear would be the brickyard, them over yeah, the, brickyard, the brickyard, making yeah. the brickyard. Well, yeah. We used to go play in the brickyard. Yeah. brickyard. Until they ran us out of there, you yeah. know what I mean? Everybody would play in the brickyard. Hopping <laughs> <laughs> that food with bricks. Boys, being grabbing bricks and building stuff, you know, like building blocks and all that kind of stuff. mom and pop grocery oh, stores. That's easy. To, that, Could you imagine us? We even had, we even had bank about that. Yeah. Bank yeah, absolutely. We yeah. don't even have one black bank here in North Tulsa. Nope, right. not at all. Then, I can remember home. Grandma would say, hey, go next door to Miss Cleveland's and tell her that I need some sugar and some this and yeah, that. And I didn't have to have no money. No. I just go up and she say, put it on my, her tab. My grandma said, she yeah. want this, this, this. And right. they give it to me. And yeah. I, you know, you go back over they and put it on her tab. Yeah, put it on her tab. And Grandma would just take it. Right. I think like even today, I think we have a lot of people that want to be an entrepreneur. They just don't know the way. Yeah. Like where to a go. Lot of people that young, they don't know where to go. They just connect with But back then, what they did, if you had those um, aspirations, they would bring you in, teach you, and give you the money. Wow. And if you come online they and would. support you wow. in right. being successful. They would back you. So, mm-hmm. And then tell the rest of the community to support what you bring online. Right. So right. to me, it made it much easier to succeed back then. It's like they had the blueprint yeah, mm-hmm. they did. of a, a successful community way back then. Right. Oh, yeah. blueprint also, but you had family members, and so whatever your family member, like your family had, like man grocery store. Right. Okay. That was a trade. That yeah. was that, that the families worked in the grocery store. Sure. Or the um, butcher that we had over here. The family worked. Yeah. It was a family thing. Banfields, all my, that. My right. dad in construction, his dad was in construction. Right. So that whole thing, so whatever your parents did, the kids had to support. So you, you're pretty much like, you, you, you grew up in, in that work. environment. Right. Right. You just grew up doing right. it. You already knew how to run a store or a business because your parents, your parents and grand, did it. your parents did it. So right. you already. So do you guys think that education had something to do with that? Because at some point, maybe somebody decided, well, I don't want to be a butcher. You know, grandpa was a butcher and my great grandpa was well, a butcher. That, that and I happened. Do that. I'm pretty yeah. sure it did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So just just like the fight, like maybe just like you said, as as a young entrepreneur, you're here in Tulsa, and I think they had more access to go different places than over. Mm-hmm. I mean, as time progressed on, you get exposed to what's out there, right. and of course, you know, leaving Tulsa and and getting out there, but not getting the history on how to take the blueprint and build it in another community, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a thing that I hate to see that that didn't flourish. You know, uh, someone from Tulsa went to go build another town that just right. flourished just as well right. as. But I don't want us to lose sight of Mm -hmm. we our ancestors rebuilt Mm -hmm. Greenwood. Greenwood was you said nineteen sixty eight. So from nineteen sixty eight it continued on until nineteen seventy six. I know specifically during the Jimmy Carter administration, Mm -hmm. it was a group of black businessmen that were supposed to go to D C to be a part of the black enterprise. You know black enterprise Mm -hmm. used to Mm -hmm. have a this is just three months ago in 1976 they were doing that, right. acknowledging 
black businesses. And Tulsa, Oklahoma was a part of that group. What happened, there was some type of like, no, you couldn't travel or something. Something Mm -hmm. happened in 76 where they couldn't make it. But I just remember my mom and Mr. Harrison, Clovis Harrison, he was an accountant, Mm -hmm. and, and Mr. Thomas, the banker, they were all making plans to go there. So it's still within our lifetime. I still see it. That's how I know these things happened Mm -hmm. recently. Mm -hmm. And as a result of, you know, believing more opportunities than being, you know, the funding that you used to get. Because you could go, Mr. Tom, you can go to American State Bank. That's who you bank with. That's yeah, right. I know yeah, you. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, we confront you, 10, because we know we're going to get it back. Right. But, you, you know, American State Bank, um, Barry Sanders bought that bank. Right. right. He right. bought that bank. Right. But we just didn't support it. Mm-hmm. We in our community just didn't go and support that bank. So he sold it for a dollar to Hispanic. That's that's why it's a church. Now. Uh, that building, right? That yeah. Building. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you you be saying, "Wow, man, we did. We need to support our black businesses, right? You know, because mm-hmm. you never know, you know, because we that's why we don't have no bank right now. So mm-hmm. would you say that now that everything is digital, does that change the game for what Greenwood could be again? Like now that you buy everything online and have it shipped to your house, does that change the game for it Black Wall Street? It definitely changes. Yeah, I think for the new generation mm-hmm. and the younger people, it does. It mm-hmm. does. Because they're not maybe as sentimental for Greenwood as some of the, the us that I'm going to say. had to go to brick and mortar. Yeah, brick and mortar right. yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they grew up in a technical Type situation, mm-hmm. so but you can create technology hubs, you know, true. where kids right. could true. go to, yeah. or, you know, true. the younger generation, yeah. you know, create something that brings them and makes them a part of. Mm-hmm. It was the, thing, them. the thing about it is, for me, is you have to teach. Absolutely, right. yes. it's all about the yes. education and the culture and the sure. knowledge. You have to teach, 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 mm-hmm. teach them babies. Mm-hmm. Tell them about what took place. Mm-hmm. Tell them about economic development and jobs and all of that. You got, we got to, we got to start teaching. And and because, you know? and I, I, I agree with that. The one thing that is happening, I think Tulsa is going to be the next boom. It was first, it was oil, and now I think the next boom is going to be tech. With right. Tesla even mm-hmm. looking at Tulsa being in consideration, mm-hmm. that just tells you what tech is going to happen. But we need to teach what happened back then of uh, the 1921 race massacre mm-hmm. so that and how the eminent domain had happened mm-hmm. and, and how with with uh, insurance, you know, families weren't able mm-hmm. to get insurance. Mm-hmm. And so you can see the resurgence. And during 1918, there was a pandemic that was happening then. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's Yeah, and they survived and mm-hmm. they thrived exactly. through all of that. Well, I, you know, I want to go back. I want to go back to what you were talking about, education and teaching. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Booker T. Yes. Washington High School, not Tulsa, Washington. Yeah, yeah. Booker T. Washington High School. All of all of our prominent people came out of there before. Absolutely. You know, I'm well, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, Booker T. True. Booker T. Washington High School was like our castle, our pillar in our community. Exactly. And that high school. Exactly. Everybody went there at that particular right, time, right, right? And Carver Middle School fed Booker T. Washington, and Marion Anderson fed Booker T. Washington, mm-hmm. and the schools like Burroughs and Bunch and they all were, those. They, those they were on the fringe. Is on the fringe. Yeah. But everybody went there, and when you right. went. Back in those days, and when you went to Booker T, they knew your teacher. I mean, they oh, knew your mother. They, yeah, they knew yeah. your father, yeah, your family. You couldn't the cut community. up. Yeah. They were part of the community. Yeah. So I couldn't get in no trouble at school right. because my teacher, my grandpa cut his hair. Right. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? He cut his hair, so, you know, he going to tell it, yeah. you know, in the conversation. So you just, 
You could yeah. do a lot right. of stuff. So you know? get back to what you're talking about, education, those jobs. Like mm-hmm. the Taylor, Mr. Is it Ben Taylor or Ben? No, no. Uh, you talking about Big Ben? Big Ben. Big, Big ben, ben was like one of the major tailors because they had wow. two major. Big Ben used to come to that. the barbershop. Wow. You know, Paul used to cut it there. again. <laughs> you know, trade. Yeah. You know, and Booker like, T. Yeah. Washington was about trade. You know what? Because yeah. of I went to Booker yeah. T. because Big Ben taught tailoring. Wow. wow. You know, and I lived and I lived in McLean District. Okay. Okay. Wow. Uh, from Mohawk by Clovis Harrison and yeah, right. oh, that was considered that was the border the, 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 the you know, borderline but the I had to go to Book T. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we kinda fudged the address, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? To my yeah. aunt's address over the Booger T right. district. Yeah. Went to Booger T and took up that they didn't have another school, which mm-hmm. was tailoring. Mm-hmm. And I used to go up in that tailoring class, y'all, and I used to clown. <laughs> so one day, Big Ben knew my grandpa, and he knew I knew everything. He said, boy, you need to just go on down on Greenwood and get a head start. You know what I mean? <laughs> what he used to say, stuff like, get a head start. Yes. One day, me and uh, Paul Washington, my classmate, got in trouble. Mm. And big Art Williams was a dean of boys. Mm. He was six foot two, oh, right? Big old bald yeah, head, whole man. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like so. Uh, big Ben say, Eaton, little Eaton, y'all going on over to uh, to, 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 to Mr. Williams' office. Uh-huh. You know, y'all going on. Y'all ain't doing nothing up in here. <laughs> so we went on. Time. We went on up in there, and you know what he did. We said, Eaton, he said, man, what y'all, what you doing up there? Uh, uh, Big Ben sent you in here. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, you in Washington, come on over with me. I got something for you. Battle. So, yeah, you already know. <laughs> took us to the janitor's closet, <laughs> the janitor's room. And you know what he did? What's that? He handed me the pack. Oh, Lord. He said, Eaton, I tighten him up. <laughs> you know, I say, he's my friend. You know what I mean? You want me to, you know, he said, yeah, give him some. And he stood there with his arms crossed. You going to give him some? So I said, I kind of like, my friend, I wasn't going to just I love tighten you, him up real hard. I just kind of like, pow, give him a little pat. Like, he said, he didn't know. He grabbed that board from me and grabbed my pants. Pow, told me up. And then, and then handed me back the board, right? And then I gave him one. Pow. He gave me one. Pow. that period and let me stamp people's uh, passes and stuff, (laughs) you know, and work for him. I was in there working for him and stuff. Nico was coming in there when he wasn't in there. (laughs) Bobby, give me a pass back to (laughs) class. Like a uh, star search or whatever, right. uh, yeah. American yeah. Idol. You know what I mean? It was, like, it was so. We talk about education. That's where education. Comes from. And, yeah. and yeah. we can't. We're having a difficult time duplicating that because right. our oh, teachers sure. came from our community. Yeah. Our yeah. principals lived in our community, so you know when you messed up, they were going to take care of you. When you right. got home, somebody else was going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a sense of community there. It right? was community. And when we started the integration and busing, Oklahoma is known, Tulsa is known for its busing program. We right. bus kids mm-hmm. from 
back in the day was like 56th Street North. They weren't going, they weren't sending kids to McLean. You were, there are certain right. areas you would go to Edison and right. other areas you go to oh, East man. Central. Mm-hmm. So you broke, literally broke down a community of people. Mm-hmm. So it affects education. Yeah. We so, were the that's last true. That's true. black class at Booker T. Washington mm-hmm. High School. Really? 1972. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. After oh, that, that, integration came in. Right. The magnet school. The magnet school. Right. And the whites said, well, if our children have to go to boutique, we're going to change boutique. Mm-hmm. We're going to invest money into the corporate structure, and we're going to make it a program where you have to have high grades mm-hmm. in order to yeah. even attend. You can yeah. live across the street and couldn't even go. That was mm-hmm. the magnet school system. Exactly. That, was, that was the beginning of practicing. You have to understand the mm-hmm. history. So we started the magnet school system, and we were we became the model for other schools outside of wow, the state exactly. in the country. Yeah. So we forget those things. Mm-hmm. And, and I think too, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Now, go ahead. I'm saying too because we're talking about bright minds, and right. and Damali said that education is the key because at Edgerick, you know, even though it's a small youth and family fund center, mm-hmm. Ramal was there. We had a summer camp, and every summer. Wells Fargo would come in. They have this curriculum called Money Talk, mm-hmm. and their executives come down and teach our elementary kids. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Frank, he came in, and, and he had never been here, so he was looking around, and he said, man, I don't know if talk, so I was shaking my head, because he does these classes all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he said, coming in, he had some questions about this situation, yeah. but he went in and taught our kids, and when he came out, he bought all of our staff's mm-hmm. food. He bought everybody lunch, and it's like 25 of us. Oh, did he? He did, because he said... These kids have some of the brightest minds that mm-hmm. I've ever seen, and I travel all over the U.S., and I just want to apologize to you guys, you know, from having these preconceived notions about the kids prior to. He said he was talking to them. They created a whole community, a system, and all of that together. Like he was that. just so overly yeah. impressed. And yeah. after that, Wells Fargo came back for probably five years yeah. teaching that curriculum, and yeah. he always talked about old Frank Howard. Yeah. He still yeah. speaks about yeah. that today. Right. And that's key. That's important. We do have a lot of bright children. I mean, the technology in their hands today, like, they so, they're so much more advanced mm-hmm. than what some of us, like, you know, even in my generation were, but they are born with phones in their hands now, you know, oh, and, it's, oh, you and got they babies. get exposed to France and, you know, all right. these great things, places. The, 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 the good thing about the technology is you can travel. Yeah, you, right. you can get a lot of information. I mean, you can get a degree on your cell phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do the bad thing is, about it is people using it for foolishness yeah. and right. ignorance. Right. You know, and just kind of like, I mean, you know, I see a lot of a lot of people demeaning women mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. And I see a lot of women demeaning themselves. Yeah. Right. A lot of guys demeaning themselves and right. doing some crazy mm-hmm. stuff. So, it, you know, it's a give or take situation. And, and I think that they need to have a hand held through the guidance of all like all the foolishness that's out right. there, you know. So I think it's up to like just the different generations even at that we have at this table to collectively have these conversations. Right. But then go in with the curriculum to teach our youth the way that we know that the youth should learn, you know, and, and actually work at it every single day. And that's what Edurek is doing today. You know, it's taking on the helm of education Helping them to unlearn and relearn the right way I to do it. Unlearn what they've learned. That's, yeah. right. that's, that's what I did up about this year because Edurek is education and recreation combined. He mm-hmm. said, Charles, when you give them something, they, you know they didn't want to do to have fun. Yeah. So that's game. You got to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is this, um, in our after-school program, our first group of kids, it was 25 kids, everybody grades, D, D plus, F. F, and this is August. 
by December, we implemented a lot of life skills and worked with Miss George. Miss George, just like a head of the community. She She taught those kids. And Bobby, by the time the school year was over, these same group of kids were like honor roll students. They were student of the month. The principals and the teachers are calling, like, what's going on? So my thoughts, you just got to give these kids hope. Another thing, we give them food. Yeah, Yeah, right. You know, we like to eat. It's amazing how far you can go with talking about is you know we've got to change with the time yeah. you know with yeah, you, do. you really do the, you know of course coronavirus is something new for all of us we've never lived through this never experienced it before and because of it we ended up having to shut down edgerex um uh summer or spring break camp, spring break camp. Um, yeah. which was devastating to our parents because mm-hmm. and our kids they look forward to doing this you know yeah. Yeah. um and what what we did instead of saying, you know, okay, well, that's it. We just all going to mm-hmm. sit at home and be shut in the house. Mm-hmm. We came up with a way and tried to figure out how can we still reach our kids to keep them engaged, to talk about something that's healthy, but still give them fun yeah. where they're still learning, yeah. right? Um, but create it in a digital format yeah. so that, you know, people can see it, which is how we came up with the, the virtual cooking contest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, some of that food mm-hmm. looks so good. Yeah. Oh, on that cooking. oh, my mm-hmm. God. I can reach through the screen. I know, right? Right. Let, me, let me taste this. Right. You and then we went and searched for people. Yeah. And, well, we didn't have to search far. We just picked up the phone and called. The host. But you want fun people that, you know, are used to. Right, you know, exactly. Ramal is everywhere, so everybody is used to seeing his face, the positive role model, yeah. you know, to the kids in our community. So it just it just worked out. So we've yeah. got to be fluid, yeah. and we've got to be liquid, and we still got to teach these mm-hmm. kids, yeah. but we've got to do it on their level. We had those kids had so much fun doing I that know they contest. Did. They, they had, had a, a blast. Yes, and, absolutely. And when I look at like we, you know, look at what our kids miss, you know, right. where they made the mistake. That's where. We're Today, you know, this life cycle of a hundred years, we're stepping in and we're taking time to figure out what the history was and to step in and to be that support, man. So that's what I love about the education that we are giving today. Right, right, yeah. right. Absolutely. Well, we're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. We're going to take a little break. You can dial the number 646-716-5525. Don't forget to press that one button. We'll be right back. Hey, man. Get it! 
You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. That's my little motto right there. That's what we're doing. Hey, Ramal, the yes, hometown heat. Molly Wilson. Hey, hey, hey. Charles Harper. What's up? Sherry Lasky. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So we've been talking, having a great conversation about a variety of different stuff yeah. uh, in the community. And we want to continue on uh, giving. We just got to work on our children. Yeah. It's all about our yeah. children yeah. because they are our future. That's right. right. And if we don't educate them now while they, you know, young and stuff like that, we're gonna have a lost breed. So mm-hmm. I have a question. So yeah. how do you guys feel about you know when the law was passed that you now have to teach about Black Wall Street and the mm-hmm. and the race massacre um, in classes? Like how do you guys feel about that today? And do you think it would really be implemented in Jinx, Wasso, like places like that? I think it depends on the teacher. Mm, you know, yeah. I think it depends on the teacher. And um, I would, it's funny that you said that because I was going to ask that because I know that they started that this year yeah. and approved of it. Yeah, this year, which I think is right, good. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll just say this. I think it's good because there's so many adults here that live in Tulsa, from Tulsa, right. that they said they didn't learn about or even hear about it oh, until they no. went to college. That's true. And that was amazing to me yeah. of how the mother keeps saying a little secret because people that live in Tulsa, had not heard not, of the massacre. Wouldn't it be a trip home. you leave and go to another college and people know more about what's going on yeah. in your own town? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mario Solomon said, said that. And some people said, what about, about the man? He said, what you talking about? Damali, I know you were about to say something about that. Like, How do you feel about that as a whole? So I think it's good, but I think that we need to have a central curriculum that's being taught, you Mm -hmm. know, so that people are not just out there winging it and giving their own watered down version of what that story is. You know, it just is what it is. It's no different Mm -hmm. than, you know, um, slavery. It's no different than any of the other tragic things that have happened in our history yeah. as a country right, right. so let's not water it down let's just let it be what it is right, and just right. figure out how we can move forward from that point yeah you know to 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 do different with our children yeah. today yeah. and i will say the one thing that sherry was talking about mm-hmm. about um the um magnet school program so for me i graduated from booker t washington in 1986 my my whole family went to Booker T. You know, my mom, my aunts, uncles, right. you know, everybody graduated because it was the only high school right. that was in North Tulsa. That was the only school we, we didn't have a choice. Right. Um, they went to Carver. I went to Carver. You know, I'm just following their footsteps, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say cat, huh? I'm a Carver Wildcat. <laughs> wild yeah. But I will say this, um, that about my experience as, you know, in the magnet program, the one thing that it did for me, 
and my classmates that I grew up with is it taught us a sense of community right. with each other. Right. See, it wasn't just all black and it wasn't just all white. It was about us together as a collective. Right. Yeah. Me, you know, our classmates, we are very, very close to this day. Right. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement is a movement that, that my class, my white classmates are very passionate about because they formed relationship and a true bond mm-hmm. with us, you know, so it made it work. that's where the difference The generations are now and have intermingled on the young set. Right. And, you know, I just witnessed, uh, I was looking at uh, YouTube and a white mother and her daughter were getting into it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Right. The younger teenage girl mm-hmm. was defending it as such an utmost way mm-hmm. and the mother was against it mm-hmm. and they were going bad battling wow. back and forth right. mm-hmm. because i think a lot of the young whites are primarily tired of the old jim crow mentality mm-hmm. and the slave mentality that some of their yeah. ancestors and grandmas and grandpas have implemented yeah. and like you said if you went to school if you, you know integrated you had the opportunity to become friends in right. school and right and that's setting it's organic it's organic yeah happened in that magazine go ahead go ahead somebody gonna have to explain to me i went to langston university that's where i graduated yeah shout out to l yeah 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 you and dean finley went there dean in the background over in 2000. Right. And I went to a, a, a Booker T. Washington high school football game. Okay. I'm like, this is Langston University. Right. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Yeah. The band director, Mr. Davis, he was at Langston. So right. yeah, that's where you get and that. And my, my cousin, Julian Northington, taught music at Langston, you know, and he taught that back in the, even before Mr. Davis, and we had Clyde, yeah, exactly. Clyde Yeldale. Yes, and, yeah, and Mr. Yeldale. Yeah. And it was a lot of great teachers at Booker T. Washington. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot, the majority a, of them came from Langston. Langston. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the Black University. I got to do my homework. I heard something that. That actually Langston was birthed out of Booker, birthed out of Booker T. Wow. Like I don't people know that about went that. to, you don't know about but that. I don't know, I don't know about that one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But I know I back know. back in my time, you know, back like back in my time, you had you had a lot of black high schools throughout, like in Muskogee Bulldogs down there, Muskogee, Oklahoma, OC Douglas, and you know, and all the black schools throughout yeah. the state, you know, and they would come together rivalry. whenever they had that, that rivalry, right? Yeah. And they play each other for all the rivalry. Yeah. Turnout. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And see, that's one of the things that you're talking about, Damari, you guys are talking about when you talk about when we're in those magnet school settings from mm-hmm. Carver, mm-hmm. from Carver to Booker T, right. we had classmates that came from other parts of the city. Most that's of right. The white students, majority of them came from other parts of the city. Right. So we built relationships yeah. with them. Yeah. So we had yeah. a different experience. Yeah. And so that's moved on. But the other thing is our other classmates that didn't get to, that went mm. to Rogers or mm-hmm. McLean, mm-hmm. we also had a sense of community with them yeah. right. as well. That's well, right. so because a lot of them lived in the same community. We lived in the same community and we didn't I separate went to Mary, I went to Marion Anderson. My brother did too. You know, 
But I knew everybody at Carver. That's right. Because this was almost house this Carver district, right? That's right. So I you just knew everybody. But nowadays, yeah. now. They like they like don't that. know each other. They don't. And, so, and with that, other. so Miss Sherry, I want to know because you said a word. I heard it. You said uh, it's symbolic. You know, yes. symbolic the fact that they are educating about Black Wall Street within the classroom. Right. I'm interested to hear your perspective when you just say it's just symbolic. Why? It's How do you symbolic know? because the curriculum is going to be a, a it it will be a whitewashed curriculum. See, that's mm-hmm. what I, yeah. you know that number one. That's not worth it. Okay. And they will put tell you this is the you go to tp tulsa public schools mm-hmm. they have a curriculum already made up for for black wall street mm-hmm. and i'm going to go back to i was teaching science and one day i was like i don't give a damn. y'all gonna learn about black wall street today <laughs> and when i started talking about it a lot of the kind of teachers you need like you know back in the day a lot of the students were like what this really happened those that watched they were like this really, yes, baby, this really happened. So he, this is where you find the additional information. This was 2018 mm-hmm. I was doing. And, it, and they did not know. A lot of those students mm-hmm. didn't know. They didn't even yeah. know. Right. So they had no they idea, didn't huh? Know, and this is the East Central. So this was not a part of the history curriculum. Right. Okay. Right. But just so happened later on that year, that display that was at the airport about Black Wall Street, oh, yeah. it yeah. was on display there, yeah. you know, later. But I was just like, a lot of them had no idea. So that's what I'm saying. If if we teach the truth yeah. right. and yeah. what really right. happened and right. give the actual facts of what happened, don't right. water it down because it is what it is. Yeah. Right. You know, we can't go back and change that. Right. It wasn't, you know, our parents yeah. or, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it wasn't their parents it wasn't their, Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's over with. It's a yeah. hundred years ago. Yeah. Times were definitely different. Yeah. Just like we had slavery and all of that. We don't have any yeah. of that anymore. Right. So at the end of the day, it just is what it is. Let's just teach it for what it is. Yeah. Don't water it down. Let it be that because now kids can make a you know a decision. Yeah, you they know? can. And so what yeah. I was saying about my classmates is you know we can discern right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, so knowing the true story lets you know how you want to respond. Yeah. You know to what's happening in our country yes. right now. Yeah. And so right now. I have my white classmates that are calling, you know, we, we have a group chat that mm-hmm, we all, you know, mm-hmm. correspond in. And they're like, hey, what are we going to do? You know, when, when George Floyd was killed, you know, they were like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, what are we going to do? Oh, you more had, outrage. And I'm you like, had oh, more, you yeah. had more whites protesting than you did black. Absolutely. Absolutely. They were out there like, hey, they standing up for their black brothers and sisters. Yeah. And if I they think believe that comes in. from, you know, yeah. being, you know, being ex- because if you teach if you teach your children that they should be afraid of black people, yeah. you know, then that's what they that, that's what they know, yeah. you know, um, and then that's how they respond to whatever. Yeah. But if yeah. you teach them that we are all one people, right. you know, mm-hmm. we're the human race, right? You know, and we need to learn how to get along with one another because yeah. we all on this planet together. I think too, and I think we're far enough removed from it that this new generation coming up, they they're don't want no part of it. Yeah, right. no part of that nonsense. Yeah. and it makes you kind of feel bad. They want to say, well, y'all wanted to do that, yeah. right. then that's, that's on y'all. y'all. Yeah. We rather live in a world where we mm-hmm. work together. Yeah. We want to do right. TikTok videos. We got love. We got love going. Yeah, you feel like we're too far removed from Black Wall Street to ever bring it back to the centennial being a year. I I just think if we could have some unity. Mm-hmm. And get together and build Black Wall Street. See, it has to be some kind of unification. Mm-hmm. That's what they were about. They were about mm-hmm. unity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. getting together. together. If you had a house, I help you build your house. Right. You'd help Ramal build his. You help Damali get hers or Sherry get theirs, and we would work together. Mm-hmm. If we could ever get to that point 
to where we can increase increase our frontline soldiers. Right. Right. Because you know yourself here in Tulsa, you can go to a town hall meeting and you know who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can count them, so-and-so, so-and-so, and see them. And, mm-hmm. and we we got to increase the numbers. Yeah. And if we need, you never see young people. You got to get the young involved. Mm-hmm. Right. And you got to let them go mm-hmm. and let them get involved as long as they got the history and got the knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let them have some creative new day, day ideas and not just be stagnant. It's kind of like that old preacher in the pulpit who don't want to sit down. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, he just stay there at 95 up in there preaching the same thing he's been preaching without passing the torch. Right. Yeah. We got to pass the torch. So we need about so we need about 10 more Vanessa Hall Harper. Oh, yeah. 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 Dr. Tiffany Purchase. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Some more Charles Harper's and the Halls and the They're breaking the barrier of what was like the silence that the cast that we had on us, they're breaking that barrier and they're not only just going to express, but they're actually making change in City Hall. And I think that was the area and within the also the police department as well, because I didn't know. Chief told me the story of some of the things that happened with the police department was just on the street level, you know, and it was just like, whoa, you know, so, but now the barrier is breaking. So, you know, the funny thing is I was actually reading an article earlier today that was talking about how there was always corruption. Yeah in the police department in Tulsa. Let yeah. me tell you about that. Period. I'm yeah. a little bit older. I remember a time here in Tulsa, some of the police would take you out to Mohawk Park, mm-hmm. beat your tail, beat you up now, mm-hmm. and then take you downtown and say you were resisting arrest. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that went on. Certain streets, you didn't even go down. Two o'clock, the clubs closed, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Certain streets, you didn't go down. You take the back streets. You know, right. don't go down Peoria because they're going to be sitting there waiting right. on you. Right. And that's what they would do, be sitting yeah. and waiting yeah. to stop somebody. Yeah. Then they say you were intoxicated, you were drunk, and blah, 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 and take you. They take you out to Mohawk. We had a, a police shootings back in the day. Mm-hmm. I know a friend of mine, Chris Deloney, who was, he had a scuffle with a police and they shot and killed him. Right. You know, so... He, so technology, this is nothing new. Technology, yeah, and everybody got right. videos. Yeah. Yeah. That phone is catching everything. Mm-hmm. Your phone charged. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. When the police stop, you cut it on. I realized how divided the city was mm-hmm. because I'm from, oh, I'm from yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. I didn't realize it was so divided that I started going to uh, some of the city council meetings. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they had yeah. those votes on certain things yeah. that were right. just needed. And, and with 150 people in there and people all outside, I'm talking about outside of the room, yeah, right. outside the door, yeah. right. I just looked at what it took just to get simple things approved. Right. Yeah. Like not right. bringing no more dollar stores. Right, right. exactly. That was the work. That was some work. It was some work to put we, in. But that's the work that we have to put in when we talk about building yeah. community. Yeah. That okay. is that's, the work. That's the bottom line. We have to build communities. And communities being yeah, on the ground, yeah. like the Molly and Charles are doing, mm-hmm. they are embedded in. And the you know what? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see us have more media sources. Right? Yeah, you know more. We need a TV show. Yeah. Sure. We need some. Absolutely. We need some more radio stations, and yeah. we need some more. Uh, just multimedia. Multi black yeah. media. Yeah. Right. right. We don't have enough of that. Right. To educate yes. people and get the information out there. So if you're listening, we need your support over yeah. here. We really right. do. Yeah. Right. You know, KBOB 89.9, you know, where we tell our stories our way. 
Yeah. Because that's what it's all about, right? You know, I think that, you know, that that is a good point, Bobby. And the, you know, the other thing is we need to control what is being done in our community. Right. It can't be that just because you think that this is great for white America or white Mm -hmm. Colson, that you think, oh, well, I'm just going to pop it over there and they ought to be grateful that we put right, it over here. Right. We don't right, want that. Right. That's no, not, that's that's not, that's not that's work not in our community. And Tulsa is supposed to be, it, it, it is a, a, like people from all nations come to Tulsa yes. for all these yeah, churches melting. and all right. these. It's a melt, right. But it's really not a melting pot if you think about it. You know where the Hispanic community is. The you know, Asian right. black, community. Asian, yeah. and, you yeah. know, you, it's the not international community. But yeah. like, it's a melting yeah. pot, but then you go over to your own little area within that melting pot. Yeah, yeah. But that's no different than like yeah, in New Chicago. York, you know, yeah. like you know oh, that yeah, you yeah. have your Chinatown, yeah. you have yeah. your little yeah. Italy. Oh yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know, Nothing because they give that. you the opportunity to be to able be to yourself yeah, in exactly. your neighborhood. You're yeah. not a threat in your own neighborhood. You know, if I see you getting loud, I don't think that you're about to fight everybody in the place. You <laughs> yeah. know, right. Right. That, that's just our yeah. culture. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it allows everybody to be, be comfortable be in their culture. So I don't see anything wrong with having a section of town that is just for us. Everybody else got it. Culture. It's about culture. And see, a lot of times when the police don't understand culture. Absolutely. Because, you know, you got officers who come from suburban areas and they come into into the community. And, you know, if they stop. Right. And if they stop someone. Right. They come from everywhere. They don't know the culture. So if homeboy, they stop homeboy and he say, Man, why why you stop me? Yeah. Just like that. You're then, then also you're a threat. You he put his hand on the gun. Right. Yeah. You know, so you're a threat. So right. they need to know the culture. I remember a time when black police officers in this community could stop a fight. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Just by somebody calling so and so and they just grab right. on over there right. and they just hey man, hey, cut that out. That yeah. What y'all that's doing? Marvin and that'd be in it, be that's Marvin Blaze. Yeah. Wipe yeah. it on out. He was yeah. one of them. Yeah. One of those and they be like, you like know, that. I know your mama. Do I need to go get your mama and call? Right, you right, like, exactly. no, man, right. no, 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 don't kill mama, don't kill daddy. Yeah, and I think another thing in Tulsa too is trust. I think yeah. it's just with the city, it's just a big problem with just distrust because, Absolutely. and the reason I say that <laughs> is when we did the expungement. <clears throat> Excuse me, the expungement yeah. expo oh, yeah. at the event center. So we right. basically turned the event center into a courthouse. Right, that's right. That's basically what it was. County clerk office. Everybody was there. You can negotiate your fines. Here's the thing, because you know that would create a better quality of life. Absolutely. So at 4 o'clock in the morning, there were already people in line. So it was about 500 people in line when we started at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now, even though we was bringing people in, we saw about 1,000 people. But at the end, four hours later, there were still 500 people wow. in line. Wow. And, and what, I, what I was thinking in my mind, I said, people don't trust going downtown. Right. They, they created 300 court dates. Right. Because yeah. the, the, the deal with your fines, they were saying, hey, you come mm-hmm. to court on this day, you come mm-hmm. to court on that day. After we did the expungement, I think it built a little trust because the district attorney yes. was there, judges yes. were there. Yes. They said 300 court dates. That's a bunch wow. of And when we got the report, guess how many people showed up to their court dates oh, after the expungement expo? Mm. 300. 100%. Yeah, Everybody showed up good. once you created some trust yes, within right. the community yes. because even me, I might not go downtown. Mm-hmm. I got a clean record because right. you feel right. like if right. I go downtown, <laughs> I might not go You know, and that when downtown was willing to come into a post, you did the expungement expo. It built the trust. And, and, that's, right. and that's a win situation when Absolutely. you can expunge, what, 300 people? Yeah. 
Over it was over three hundred people. Yeah. people. Right. Right. Get their records wiped clean. That, that, that's freedom, been. right there. When, when, when you guys I, did that, I was like, "Oh man, that's yeah. just awesome." Yeah. I came to one of them. Yeah, and, and I ran. Crazy. I was. It was crazy. I ran into people I know. Man, what you doing <laughs> down here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, man, I didn't know. Like, man, I got a little something I got to take care of. I got some candy. go here to do yeah. this, they gon' get, get me. me. They gon' lock like, me up. That's like, yeah, that's come Trump. on. That's yeah. Yeah, it is. Story, I won't say his first name, but his last name was Green. So we did the expungement expo was over, and this guy was 80 years old. And he oh, came wow. back up there, and he was in tears, mm-hmm. and he came in, and he said that when he was 17 years old, he had some small. He yeah. called it like a joint. He called a it doobie. Yeah. A doobie. Yeah. A doobie. Yeah. 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 He had a doobie, huh? Doobie when he was 17. Yeah. He said the rest of his life, he never did anything else. Wow. And that had been on his record for 50 years. Mm. So he can only be a janitor or wow. be someone who be selling oh. cars yeah. all of his life because he had to always put that he had a felony, felony and there was there. no way to get it off. So at this point, he on the other side of life at 80. Yeah. But he only wants to get that off because his family and friends all say he was a kingpin behind the doobie when wow. he was 17. Yeah. And that stuck with and him. For 50 years. Yeah. So, and that traumatizes wow. people. That traumatizes the yeah. system and how the system can determine how we sentence you. That's right. true. And that's something I learned. I was like, what the what? Yeah. You, you get to decide. You get to decide what a doobie. If I could do five, ten, fifteen, or thirty right, years exactly. behind that, and, and he got exactly something crazy like ten mm-hmm. years. That's yeah. it. Something crazy. Wow. And yeah. You, tell from, you know, because yeah. he has no reason to lie. He ate it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he was like, I just got to think what he taught his kids and his yeah. wife and then, you know his grandkids. And you know, the they had what they made yeah. out of it. Yeah. 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 Wow. So wow. he said he was. He said I'm gonna fill out an application right now just so I can say just because on the felony. So he just said he said he. Never felt like in his lifetime yeah. that, that it would happen. And just imagine his thinking. He said, right. his, he in just never thought he, thought he was going to have to go to his grave. He thought, now my legacy yeah. is grandpa was not a pimp. Because he said every every few years the story just gets bigger. You wow. know how we do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had all the He would need no money. Yeah. 50 years. I mean, so I think the barrier is breaking, and we see it every single day that the barrier is breaking, and that you know we have the right people in place. Not in every office, I wouldn't say, yeah. but I mean, but it's for the trying. Yeah, we're, we're trying to level. get there, and we're educating. We're and what I love is that we're bringing up young leaders like the Greg Robinson. Oh right? yeah, you know, like, like uh, a Kojo. You yes. know, people that you right. re- we really talked to. We had time to sit down, and, and they're talk. really in the community. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah those are. people are actually those guys yeah. are actually in the community doing work. Yeah. The thing is, they live, sleep, and eat in our community. Yeah, they're not driving from here. I mean, they're not coming from just here a block away. You can walk yeah, this so house. They are invested you know, so, in our community, yeah. and that makes a big difference when decisions are being made. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that too, it still all goes back to education. Kojo was a teacher and then a principal. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, right. 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 Education. You know, is working with kids over at Greenwood Leadership Academy. Right. You see the needs of the kids, and because your heart goes out to the kids, you figure out what can I do. That's why we do edge rack. You know. 
know, mm-hmm. we're working Education. with the kids. You got to educate mm-hmm. them. If we don't educate them, then we're going to be in the same boat. You know? uh, I'll right tell mind. you, like, with our prisoner entry program called Feeding Back In, that we've been having about 15 years and yeah. graduated 2,000 people through that program. Wow. 86% wow. success rate, right. which I think is the biggest news. But I think through, when I was in college, because I studied for criminal justice with emphasis in, 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 in corrections. Uh-huh. And so when I was in college, I was always thinking, I'm not going to be out here dealing with grown people. If you're 30 or 40 and you still messing up, yeah. you just messing yeah. up. Right. That's yeah. what I thought right. until we got trained. That's why training, even when you're older, you still need yeah. to always yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah, and this do. lady yeah. came and talked. And she said one word that just made me just repent right then. She said, instead of always saying, well, why did you do this? Why did you break in that store? Why did you do this, this, this? You always ask, ask people now what happened to you. Wow. Trauma. Oh, and as soon as she said, trauma. Ask the person, they don't, so if you were seven and mm-hmm. somebody was molesting you yeah. or doing certain yeah. things to you, yeah. you're still seven, even if you're 47. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go you and, and deal, deal with that. You're still there. That's trauma. So and I did. think that's, you're right. That's what happened to our community is yes. we got stuck. Yes. We're stuck. Traumatized. Yes. And until we deal with this, and that's why I say, don't water down what happened on Black Wall Street. Let the truth be told, because then that's going to heal the trauma of this community. And once that trauma is dealt with, then we can move forward with, you know, the the, um, growth of our entire community. But we just we got to get over that hump. We got to, you know, we're just stuck. I agree. I agree. The storytellers, you have to be able to tell your story. That's right. We began with we tell our truth as opposed to letting others yes. tell our story because, because you can't I, tell me how i feel exactly right. you know but you have a lot right. of people that are trying to do that right, right. now in this space they absolutely do. they did not want you to go on that tour trust me mm-hmm. yeah. they don't want you to learn the information from that no tour. they, they don't rather the you go don't. The, but my thing mm-hmm. is like the who like i want to see the person's name on the lease at greenwood like i want to know like who is this person that's just like ah oh, man like like go over here and then don't let no, them do it. No, it's not a lease. It's not a lease. Yeah. Like there are people that have been here. They're no longer involved in, in the, you know, but we know them by name. Oh, okay. Right? So they you have do a know. lot. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're not going to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say this from the Black Wall Street, the real Black Wall Street tour, you learned everything's in the paperwork. Right. Yeah. Things that were established before we were born. Right. It's still on it today, so that's why you just kind of locked and stuck. Yeah. And ordinances and laws were created to make sure that. You know, things stay the way they, they wanted were. them yeah. to stay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, that, say so that. what you're saying is the information is out there for people to go research and see yes. the documents yes. out there Absolutely. and find out how they. Well, can some help. of them are because some, some of them some. have been, yeah, you know, yeah. they disappeared. Yeah, yeah. But, you yeah, know, yeah, in yeah. somebody's collection. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a com- conspiracy theorist, yeah, never. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I mean, but, but it's just it's true. Out there. You just know. Yeah, it's out there. It would take somebody to challenge because you know it was not done right. Right. If Ramal had 100 acres and he was getting ready to do big things and somebody's strong on you into signing something. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Either yeah, that you, was not you really sign, done. Either, either you sign or you yeah. get this bullet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're calling it yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was yeah. done. That was and done. you and your family packing up leaving. Yeah. Right. In the middle of the night. Wow. We get told, but we're going to Cali. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of thing. We ain't got to deal with none of that. 
And here's the address for your whole family if you come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Stuff like that. That's what you learn on the real black wall. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to take it. I can't give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get it. You got to And I would just say tour. that if you want to take that tour, it is $10 per person. Ain't I'm trying to do the shame. I'm trying to get them. Okay, so it's $10 per person. And you go to www.littleafrica. That's Africa with a K. Okay, A-F-R-I-K-A. Um, littleafricamarket.com and you can go ahead and get your tour set up but I'm telling you that tour is a must for people yeah it's a game changer people that are coming it's a game changer and you really need to spend about $50 for that and, yeah. and I think you should be uh, Wait, yeah. Look, I've been telling them y'all need to come on up with that. Yeah, and tell the people that yeah. Well, that's needed. I'm so glad that they created that. Yeah, yeah. Period, because Education because right. they actually Education. do images, and oh, that's yes. the other part that people don't visual. Yeah, you change a landscape mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. change a full landscape, you lose so much. Let me tell you on, on that note, uh, you, you heard me say that I was raised on Greenwood, my grandmother mm-hmm. lived Hello. on Greenwood. Okay, so when I drive on Greenwood now, I promise you, I have no idea where no I am, sense. I exactly. cannot tell really? where my grandmother's house was, mm-hmm. I, I have no clue. And yeah. because it looks nothing By like, design. I mean, like the brickyard was By elevated design. and all that. They didn't wipe all that down. The there was train tracks in the middle of the street wow. on Greenwood, which are no longer there. I really? Mean, it's craziness, yeah. you know? See what yeah, I don't they, know. They put you in situations. They put the picture in front of your face and this, and this you, is what was here. Here's the hotel. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And looking you look, at it. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You yeah. Know, yeah. The landscape Here's the landscape changed. and it's just, and it's where other stuff. And, yeah, that's, now, and that's why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. That is why we do, you know, I want to control that I narrative. Wanna, and you're the perfect example. I can't even find it. I don't even know where my grandma's house was no at all. Yeah. Direction. No direction at all. So that's why we go through in spaces like that. Okay, we're going to fix it. You think you remember Greenwood? We're going to leave this little block right here, these little triangles right, right here. Right. After that, it's Because to be honest, I never went down to that end of Greenwood. Right. Because everything we needed, like right my there. mother, the church was on this side. My grandmother's house was here. The grocery right. store was here. And then right. we kind of well, went you, back. You know, Greenwood from... Greenwood and Archer went straight. Straight. Yes. yes. That little, that, it that did little not curve. It didn't curve. Oh, it wasn't a curve. No. no. no it no, it went straight wow. all the way down, down to Pine and ran in directly into Latimer's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Latimer's Barbecue was right there. You could see Latimer's coming on down Greenwood, and then you hit Pine in whichever way you went. Right. And I can tell you, after I'm going on that tour, how I visualize it is like it's just a small boat. Mm-hmm. Sit in the middle of these huge ships that you go on cruises on, like the baseball mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Like it's just about to engulf and it'll be gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. So unless somebody does something that is, that like been, right now, that has that's been, the picture because it, 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 it's reduced story. to just yeah, and just that. Yeah, yeah. everything so, is big and just a few more bad decisions. The BMX gone. The wow. BMX place that's over on Lansing. All of that was historic Greenwood. Yep. Too. Oh, for sure. And all the, the two the, buildings that are there. We have so many people that are like, oh, that'll make great parking for the driller area. Oh yeah. That is the conversation what? that's being had. Yeah. Yes. Just yes, and so that's park. why it is important. So when you're talking about Stan Pipe Peel mm-hmm. and you see OSU there, you no longer see the pipe that was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They you know, so yeah. it's been erased. Yeah. It's gradually and that's erasing been, your history. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yes, and you leave a little plaque there mm-hmm. with some of our officials' names. Yeah, and you, you know, Big Leg the Taylor was up there. There right? you go. He was, right. he was, he was, Big, Big Leg was up there. Say his name. Big Leg Taylor was down there gunning them down. Oh, right. He had a gambling gun up there, him and some of the other veterans and stuff. Protecting Greenwood. My friends from Memphis came two weeks ago. We want to go see where where the Big Leg Taylor by name. He had, he had one leg. He lost a leg. And I, what, what I discovered as well, like how how instrumental the black veterans were uh, yeah, doing. I, I did oh, not man. understand. One, two, 1918. Yeah. So you come back 1921 and you're dealing with this type of racism yeah. and you've been over in Europe fighting for other people. Yeah. Baby, we got guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know how to handle we them. Know, mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So when that happened and you have OSU, in that sacred space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sacred. Yeah. And you have them rearranging the landscape. Right. So you don't know where your grandmama's house is. I have okay? no idea. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. You don't know where it's the book of was. It's been up there, but you don't know. Yeah. And you've erased yeah. that the soul pipe, mm-hmm. pipe hill. You, you've erased yeah. that. Yeah. And you have a little placard there. Right. And you have some of us that buy into the narrative. And oh well, we got it done. We got it. We got a commemoration there, and you're you're okay with that. So we have to pick and choose mm-hmm. the people that tell our story. That's right. And that's why that's we why, get what yeah. we get when we don't demand. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. remember, you gotta you gotta recognize this. Think about how intelligent Somali is now. Mm-hmm. So if you let her know where her grandmother's land was. How fast will she be able to get access to figure out what happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about how smart she is. If you take her to everything, this used to be your grandmother's land. You have to mm-hmm. She can be like, well, wait a minute. She know how to go inland. Yeah. She know how yeah. to do all yeah. But right. you have to hide it yeah. because yeah. you got people hide not that intelligent side. enough that if they are aware of it, right. they can backtrack it to be able to point to somebody to yeah. say, like, I'm hey, a, I'm, yeah. I want my your, land back. Your right. family yeah. oh, you. yeah. took Can my grandma's land. Family, yeah. And you know people yeah. don't want yeah. no problem. Yeah. Right. No smoke. Right. None. Ramon said no smoke. No smoke at all. No smoke. <laughs> you know somebody going to bring some smoke. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <up there>. <laughs> <laughs> bring receipts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But nevertheless, yeah. I, I still feel like people just have to get away from thinking just because you say black lives matter mm-hmm. or we want to be proud of our culture that we don't like nobody else. Right. You right. know people that think on the what we want to tell the truth. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, as long truth. as we're telling the truth, then that's it. That's why over here at Eden Media Services, where we're located, KBOB, we tell our stories our right. way. Right. Right. And, you know, we're going to continue to always tell our stories our way. Hey, we're not controlled by anybody or anything. Nobody can't tell us what to say or what to do. So we talk black news, mm-hmm. you know, black information. Mm-hmm. And all, we got a lot of shows over here, you know, and uh, Black Wall Street burns in our hearts. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. You know, it burns every day in our hearts, you know, so we, because we want to see our people do better. Right. Yeah. You know, that's what we want. That's right. The best for our people, you know, and the more we can educate and teach, you know, some of the adults need to be taught too. You know, right. See, right. it ain't just all the right. kids. That's right. right. But it's a whole lot of adults that need yeah. to be educated about the history of the city, about the conditions of the city. Because see, I feel like a lot of times that black, the majority of blacks here are kind of oppressed, and de- mm-hmm. and depression has mm-hmm. set in, and mm-hmm. they don't feel like they stay in the house like I said earlier. They don't go nowhere. They don't do anything, and they just don't have no hope. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they don't care about how they look or anything. Yeah. Some of them don't. 
Yeah. Some of them do now. We got yeah. a few frontline soldiers right. who who really care, but that thing Being is engaged just in they, they really I had a friend that came in from California, and one day he was like, he said, "Man, I see so many men, black men, uh, around Tulsa with their heads down, like they defeated. Yeah, I mean, like just exactly. walking, walking just like around. You, they just look defeated, you know. And it mm-hmm. is in your posture, and you know how you how hold you yourself, yourself, how you carry yourself. I see it. And he said, it's just. I mean, he just saw it immediately. He was like, man, it's and so like you crazy. say. People that come from out of town mm-hmm. see it, and we oh, want it. and and we want people to come here. We're yeah. sending money, ten yeah. k, to come to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And if I'm from like a Chicago, New York, Atlanta, and I come here, and I'm like, okay, where are my people at? Where are my people at? Yeah. So you know what we yeah. go looking for our people, and yeah. when we see our people and they look in defeat, yeah, that yeah. makes you I want to stay. Exactly. Yeah, and I can say this: doing while we were taking the tour. The model, I would at least say at least 20 people to 25 at tourists, at least from other cities, came, came during that here. time. And the one gentleman, he was so excited to be on Black Wall Street. <laughs> oh, he said, so I've been coming to Tulsa for years. I'm He's finally like at Black uh, Wall Street. Uh, like said, he was so excited. And I was like, I wish it was more for us to show you. To meet your excitement. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, you know, yeah. Right here. You know, to be one here. We got one street to run. <laughs> right. Yeah. One little, one little block. Right, right, right there. Right there. Run back and forth. Yeah. yeah. But, but this is what that does also say. That's still economic. Mm-hmm. So people are coming, but the Greenwood Culture Center is closed. And yeah, that's the conversation yes. you got to have. They go to the mural over there, remembering, take pictures. But like you said, the cultural center is closed. It's closed. And so when we talk, that is people coming here from all over. Been coming here from, I ran into a man from Ireland one day. Wow. People are coming here, all over the world coming to find out what's going on. But I think too, Sherry, that the, the problem is when when people come here, what do they see? Exactly. You know, and the question that I have been asked is, okay, so do black people own this? Exactly. And, and so and I'm like, like, oh, they're gonna hey, ask me. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and say, uh, um, no. no. You know, because we don't in own. The building. Yeah. yeah. I worked in the building. Right. Volunteered in right. the building for the chamber for a year. Right. For a straight year, I did not work. Mm-hmm. Well, I did work, you know, but it was real easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, that's the whole thing when people come, just trying to. It is so much. I guess they're, they they've gotten a little better, but it was so much stuff going on yeah. that people. It's like it was hard to move forward. It was politics. A exactly. Yeah. All politics, the politics yeah. involved, and you're like, no, we got to be strategic in what we do. Mm-hmm. So for the next two years, I was there from two fifteen to two sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Hot mess. Yeah. Hot mess. They're just not coming around and getting some people on board that are like, okay, we got to do something now right. because all eyes are on us. Right. You know, all eyes are on us. So but this is sad, though. I, and, and for me, I, I, I look at this and I'm just like, you know, this is crazy that this is not um, some kind of game. This no. is not some kind of, you know, oh, look at us. It's 100 years. Look at us and right. see what we're doing. And then after this 100-year mark passes, right. this is our everyday this life. Is everyday. Yeah. What we do, yeah. you got people yeah. at the table that want to make the table a look spectacle. good. They yeah. want the table to look good for everybody that's coming. Right. But once some cameras off, baby, we got to be ready to execute. Yeah. That's right. Well, they want Black Lives Matter to leave off the street. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We got to have some soldiers. Right, right. right. Yeah. We got to have some soldiers. Ramon, we got to build an army. The army Ramon, has to be. Ramon asked the best question in the world, I think, What's all that? night, is when he asked, 
He want to figure out who names are on these papers, mm-hmm. who's saying I don't want to do right, who are those people? That's yeah, really the have, main I question because you. this is what I do. <laughs> when they say something is getting ready to be unveiled, I start Googling, and mm-hmm. it always lands. It's never black people. And yeah, again, that's yeah. Like just, it's all lost in the paperwork. Yeah. I, I track all the companies. When I get to the end of the company, it's, it's all white people. It never yeah. tracks back to black people like, that wow. benefit from black Wall Street. Yeah. So that's why it's not, it's not going anywhere. That's yeah. why it's sitting over mm-hmm. this vacant lot that's going to be developed by people that don't look like us, yeah, which means none of those dollars are going to have anything to do with us. And yeah. then they're going to come yeah. and take our homes that we already have. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, tear them down because mm-hmm. you know my mother's house. Urban if if I wasn't southern, mm-hmm. yeah. then you know I'd be like, no, okay. I, you can build up all kind of houses around yeah. here. This house won't stay right here. Yeah. I've been living in this house for forty five <laughs> years. Well, I got you. You know, so well, you hey, know, we're coming to a close um, right now, and I want to thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule because I know y'all busy. Yes, you know, for being on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Thank you, Ramal, the hometown thank heat. You, thank you. Thank you, Damali Wilson. No problem. Yeah. Thank you, Charles Harper. Yeah, anytime. And thank you, Sherry Lesk. All right. Y'all take care, okay? Uh, hey, we're here every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and also on Saturdays from 12 to 2. Y'all tune in Wednesday. We're going to be talking a quick trip. So y'all, I need some phone calls. That's what I need, some phone calls. All right, until the next time, stay black.